Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. <laughs> Welcome to Foxy Browns. I'm Priyanka. I'm Camilla. And this is a podcast that explores what it means to navigate beauty and wellness as a woman of color in the world. This week, like every week, we're talking stuff and things, tips and tricks, and planning the inevitable lady revolution. And today we will be joined by a very special guest, writer Broti Gupta. So, Cam, stuff and things. What's on the docket? Okay, so this week's stuff and things. <laughs> and under stuff and things, this is things that we may have bought, treatments that we may have endured, um, <laughs> the recommendations for things, and steer clears. So for you, what is one of your stuff and things this I'm week? I'm really, I've been shouting from the rooftops. I'm not a person who likes to floss. I don't know if there's a person who likes to floss. Yeah, There's not one not person. <laughs> you know what? The flossing industry, that's who likes I it. I knew one person who liked to floss mm-hmm. and now she is a very prominent lifestyle blogger okay who shall what? remain nameless okay you're obviously going to tell me afterwards i will tell you afterwards Perfect. but she loved to floss yeah. she got in trouble for brushing her teeth too much once i remember that mm. it was pretty weird anyway now yeah. i love to floss Excellent. because i have discovered glide advanced multi-protection floss okay what is so special about this floss? it's really flat and okay. it's very slippery. Oh. It gets in there so fast that I feel like I'm done in like 10 seconds. That's amazing. It actually does make a big difference because it used to be like a whole thing. That, you know, yeah. Flossing's yeah. disgusting. It's, it's horrible. It's annoying. It's gross. And try yeah. this stuff. Maybe we can talk about it after you try it. Or I'll just okay. bring some to you next bring time. Bring some to me. But I really am impressed. Well, send me, just send me a surprise Amazon package. I will send you a surprise. It's one of my favorite things, just sending packages mysteriously to people's houses. It's a <laughs> do treat. You do it? Yeah. With a note? Sometimes not. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes not. Because then Sometimes they, just yeah. an anonymous suggestion Indeed. being like, try this <laughs> mouthwash. <laughs> you could use the mouthwash. Um, this is the, you know how when you go to the dentist and every time, and I don't have a lot of, I don't have knock on wood cavities or anything and the dentist likes me, but they're always like, you should, you know, maybe like floss more. This was the first time ever that the dentist said, you've been flossing. Wow. And I was so proud of myself. There is nothing better than a compliment from a medical it's true. Like you're doing, like you're taking yeah. care of your vessel. Yeah. It's like the correctly. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I um, and the and I will tell you what. I have not been in flossing every day. I've been flossing yeah. like when I feel like it. Yes. And he still complimented me. So that is the magic Damn. of the floss. Okay. Well, I look forward to a mysterious Amazon uh, package of the floss arriving at my house imminently. Can't wait. It's gonna be right. What's yours? Um, my product of the week. It is a bath oil, mm. and it's wonderful. So it is Neil's Yard, mm. who are a British company, and they are they they're one of the first kind of organic skincare companies in England, and they have this one bath oil which is rose and geranium, and it smells amazing. 
And mm. as a British person, I love taking baths. Take notes. In winter, I take a bath every single night. It's the only way you can be warm in England. Yeah, that's really it. Get in there, read a book, glass of wine, maybe a little tequila cocktail, mm. and um, just soak away. But this oil is incredible. It's also not very expensive. It's about 10 pounds a bottle, and it's organic. Your skin feels amazing when you get out of the bath, and you get out, you shower a little bit, and it's still, it's just sunk in so, so beautifully. But I love this product so so much so that's my favorite how much does it cost it's yeah it's about 10 pounds oh so a thousand american dollars um no you can shipping yeah you can get it from neil's yard they've got a website and then you can if you just google it there are lots of other like department stores Mm -hmm. that will get it to you but big fan Oh, well, speaking, well, speaking of department stores, that might be my, my immigrant tip or trick for the week. Did you know that John Lewis and a lot of the department stores ship here for like basically free? Yes. Amazing. I only just discovered this. Because, okay, America does not have good bedding and sheets. No. Never. No, nowhere. Ridiculous. Yes. And in England, we have amazing So you order from England during the sale. Shipping is like 10 bucks. And often free if you spend more than a hundred dollars, which I always do. I've been buying all the baby clothes from John Lewis. They're very adorable. They're so cute and they're so quality and they're so cheap. Oh yeah. They're very, very good. Anyway, John Lewis for well, sheets. They have the sales. The sheets are made of the bath towels. Yeah. Let me tell you about John Lewis's bath towels. The Egyptian wow. Pot. This is the most grandmother moment of my life, mm. but they have these deep pile Egyptian cotton bath mm. towels, which they do in enormous sizes. So it is like getting out of the shower and having an enormous hug. It's the bath sheet. It's they a call bath it, sheet. Right? That's yeah. the size. Yeah. Yeah. And they come in these gorgeous rich jewel tone colors and they the colors don't fade they're incredible and highly recommend them treat yourself get yourself a nice towel yeah Feel i think you tipped me to that i think you were like buy a towel so buy yourself a towel buy from john nice lewis towel. it's treat like yourself, 10 yeah. great great <laughs> yeah. british pounds yeah. it's an investment in 10 your pounds happiness. sterling yes <laughs> um yeah, and you can just like click do- and and yeah. and they don't like tack on extra. It's like exactly the same price. Yeah. It's shocking. It's I cannot believe you didn't tell me before. This is betrayal. I'm, I'm so upset. <laughs> I told you eventually. Oh I my just, god! I brought it up and then you agreed with me. <laughs> that doesn't count. You're right. You're right. You're well, right. now that we're fine, let's move past that. Let's move past our anger to beauty of the week. And this is a section of the show where we discuss our most beautiful person of the week and. That beauty can be internal or external. It can also spiritual. It <laughs> can also be an inanimate object that is also beautiful. So I'm sure you have a wonderful nominee. I have a group of nominees, actually. I would like to nominate all of the women involved in the movie Booksmart, which mm. I saw this week and thought was absolutely wonderful. It is deeply funny. It's offbeat in a way that feels very special and the expression of these teenagers in this film felt so genuine and it's also specific and of a moment that I felt the same way I felt when I saw Clueless the first time and it is also a very fun woke teen movie and that it does it in a way that is not at all annoying and is just matter of fact 
and like I in just, what like what oh like one of them is gay right and they're half, just like half the kids are gay yeah half and the kids are not, gay and also not even like explicitly gay right, they're right, just right. like what well, you we're just doing our things and, and it's then, not a whole thing yeah it's kind of amazing yeah it's great and it's also just i love a story about female friendship always and i love stories about girls having fun and self-realizing and <laughs> when are we gonna see the camilla black at goth years coming to a theater <laughs> near you <laughs> netflix would buy that tomorrow <laughs> I'll whatever whoever the exec is who's in charge of hashtag <laughs> hashtag, teens, hashtag women hashtag of goths. color hashtag goth <laughs> strong, on the phone. strong black goth lead yes that's that's a thing that's a thing that's what we're gonna do definitely a thing perfect i'll be at my beach house that'll buy <laughs> after i cash that netflix check it's gonna be great be in it it's great you should be in it <laughs> my beauty of the week i know we're all talking i feel silly to pile on because it's just so wonderful but it's but amazing phoebe waller bridge and her show fleabag how does she do it just how does she do it well she's just great she is a genius. She's and so clever. Yeah. The show is a masterpiece. It's beautifully written. It's beautifully, like every look on her yeah. face and that camera is always on her face. Yeah. And to get across every expression that she does, I was like screaming with laughter. Yeah. Well, I'm only four episodes in. I oh, you haven't finished it? Thing. I have children. What? when would i watch it it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) you haven't even gotten to the depths of no i'm four episodes in you don't understand how slowly i watch television Mm. because i have children and i go to sleep at 9 or 9 30 and i have to watch it with rodney so we have to like you know oh that was your first mistake that was yeah no i have to watch it with a partner it's such a joy i actually tricked him into watching it this time because he said he had stuff to do Mm. and i said why don't you do it in the same room and so i watched and of course he was like this is devastatingly good it's yeah. so good and everyone's talking about the priest i'm like whatever about the priest I'm, the, she the reason is, people are talking about the priest you'll finish watching it and it's i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure but she break is your brain. astounding all of it the editing is amazing the directing is amazing the whole yeah. like dinner scene at the oh also just to me like the sister relationship oh, yeah. is perfect it is so specific well it's deeply specific and as someone who like who has sisters it is the there's something very unique <gasps> right. about the relationship and it's just like i love you the most but also you're my enemy Is but I would stab someone in the eye if they ever tried to hurt you so that resonates and it's just, and it's just beautiful and it's just also because your sisters are such a reflection of yourself and so mm-hmm. a lot of the like anger that you feel is because you're like you're just seeing I yourself. See you. I see myself. <laughs> you're just seeing yourself you know, right, and you're right, mad right, at right. yourself and it's right. great yeah <laughs> yeah that's the thing about it was so funny. I saw someone tweet about, um, I don't really like the priest or like, I don't feel a certain yeah. way about the priest. And I was like, well, yeah, it's not about, it's about what, yeah. it's about what it means for her. Anyway, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fantastic show. I'm sure everyone's already seen it, but I'm yeah. just, mind is blown. And it's also, I mean, and on top of just mm-hmm. Phoebe Waller-Bridge being wonderful, every single person in the cast is amazing. And then you just also just have some casual Olivia Coleman just I know. running around being great, being this evil just stepmom who is just- Popping in and out. All the flashbacks to her, like, yeah. like her favor with the dad so good incredible so good. the funeral so, as well is really the inc- inconveniently attractive know, at her mom's just funeral <laughs> just, <laughs> but I look amazing yeah. and she did I don't know she, what they did she was a glowy
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We're joined today by Broti Gupta, who's a comedy writer. She currently works in TV, and you've seen her name splashed across Shouts and Murmurs, McSweeney's. She is also the author of probably one of the greatest Drake tweets of all time. Which one was it? Oh, yeah. It's, um... Are you proud of it? No, I'm really not. <laughs> oh, this is the one you hate. <laughs> yeah, oh, this yeah, is the yeah, one yeah. that I hate. What is that it? That really blew up. I, to be totally honest... I didn't listen to either songs. <laughs> I just saw it. that What's something was happening. It was yeah. like about, it was, was I guess. It? You Camilla. I, I don't yeah. remember it word for word. It but was like, it, it was, was just something so lowbrow and so dumb. What? Um, We're going to have to was, say it. We can't just talk about it. I know. Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, maybe. Let's see if I can look it up. I mean, in addition to internet star. Brothy is my mentee, my official mentee. I don't remember how that happened, though. Oh, it was because I, like, internet stalked you and then made you hang out with me (laughs) and then didn't stop showing up. How did we actually meet? I really don't remember. I emailed you because I read your column. Oh, right, 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 right. right, And I had just moved to L.A. and I emailed you and then... But what did you say? I wrote you a lot I probably have the email really you emailed <laughs> yeah. me and then what did I do did I like look I probably just looked online and was, and was like she's brilliant I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna take credit for this <laughs> um I remember I was like I sent you kind of like a long email about an article that you wrote that reminded me of something that Nora Ephron wrote. Oh my god. And I was like Oh my god. That's I, and I and I think I mentioned that too like, in the come email. Over to my house. That is <laughs> come right over. That here's is my address. Such a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> the fastest way <laughs> I know, to which get into I a righteous maker. I know. Wow. Free <laughs> advice for like a man telling me that my hair looks amazing. Ooh. I'm like, oh so we're having sex now. <laughs> Cool. Let's go. I forgot that. Did we find the Drake tweet? I did find the Drake tweet. What is it? Um, And it is, it came out around the kind of the Drake Pusha T beef, which was a high moment in pop culture. So it was like, what happened? It's a line from Drake. My name is Drake and I'm here to say, let's dish Pusher Pusher in a crazy way. And then Pusher's response is, here is evidence that Drake colluded with Russia, (laughs) which could not be a more succinct wrap up of the entire higher beef and the um, levels of their personality and I just loved it and it was beautiful. And, um, I, okay, so basically 
Drake came out with some low-level disses to uh, some artists on Good Music yeah. who are Kanye West label. He basically also insinuated that he had slept with Kim Kardashian. Oh. And as a response... Is that true? Um, I feel like it is. Must be. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And they're bored. They're in Calabasas. Yeah, they're, yeah, you know, they're checking. And so in response to that, Pusha T, who is on Good Music, who is Kanye's label, basically told everyone that Drake has been hiding a child. And... Oh. Um, Hiding the child. Full nuclear. Right, right, right. That's right. It was like a real, real reaction. But it was just such a great (laughs) example of their two rapper personalities. And that Drake has just always been like this soft guy in rap. And like when he's trying to be hard, he's never quite hard. And then just. (laughs) Well, here's what happened when I tweeted that. I just kind of saw what was very basic. Like I didn't know as much. But I kind of saw what was happening and then just whatever algorithm in my brain was like, <laughs> this will resonate with people. <laughs> like everyone will recognize every element of this. <laughs> you do have that Twitter math brain. Yeah. I, I kind have, of hate it. It's awful. Hate it's it. such a prison. Yeah. No, you're brilliant. You're really good on Twitter. I think that that's probably what I was like. Who's this girl? And I was like, oh, she's got the Twitter math brain. <laughs> And I was like, it's like, and it's like, yeah, you're so good at it. Thank you. Art. That's Art. such a huge honor. That's right. You're really, really good at it. Um, I feel like when I met you, you had like 12 followers. Now you've got yeah. like thousands and thousands and thousands. Yeah. When you met me, I I'd had like probably a couple hundred followers Aww. and started from and the bottom now we're here and, and now we're awesome and now I have like in case anyone didn't get that, that was <laughs> and no. now I have like 12,000 sex robots following oh me <laughs> American Eagle Freedom 17 yeah, exactly. yeah, oh yeah just guys. anyone yeah. with like uh, anyone with like the American flag emoji next immediate to their name you, you gotta mute Imme- them yeah immediate block um, who is who is your reply guy my reply guy, um, mostly myself, yeah. and then maybe my mom. Aww, my mom a, replies to my tweets sometimes. That's She's the so best sweet. reply guy. Yeah. yeah. That's the only me. Yeah, Amazing. my mom loves you. My mom she, like, loves you. Especially Cree. when I complain about being a mom. Yeah. She's like, yeah. She loves it. <laughs> she loves it. Content. I love when she likes <laughs> those tweets. Tweet. She loved it. She was like the first one. She was like, no I love, joke. I love when she does that makes me feel like oh she's in oh, it she's a mom she's in it I'm a mom can, she seems wonderful I can't wait to meet her um, okay you want to tell everyone where you grew up what's your background just the yeah. little spiel yeah. um, I grew up mainly in Kentucky and then I went to college at um, a small school called Wellesley, which is right outside Boston, um, where I started studying pre-med. Um, and then I realized real. like a year after I did that, that I really didn't like it, which like, I always say medicine is one of those things that like you, you shouldn't push yourself to do because people <laughs> die. Yeah. <laughs> so like human lives are really low stakes for what I do now, which is write comedy. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> Life or death in every room. Oh How do you write comedy? Yeah. <laughs> what is your process? It's, yeah. Well, we're ordering dinner. Everybody stay here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I uh, wrote a lot of comedy while I was in college and I and I was 
still sort of studying pre-med by my second year, but I was way more invested in writing comedy, which when I told my parents, they were very reasonably like, what are you, don't, can you not do that to us? <laughs> which, I mean, makes so much sense yeah. because just like think about the sacrifice to bring yeah, your family it, to this country. It, and to get them into a fancy private college. Exactly. And, and then have that kid then, come back. And say, I want to write comedy. Yeah. I would yeah. throw you in the pool. I, yeah. I, I was no, pre-med and then I majored in Italian. <laughs> That's amazing. They were so oh, that's, mad. That's, so that's amazing. I had to go to Wait, law school. Yeah, you went to, like, to law school. You went to yeah. a great law school. But they were like, hmm. <laughs> like, who goes to law school? Wait, so then you started writing comedy and then, yes. blah, 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 blah. And then, and then you got hired on. Yes. Yeah. I, um, well, like, while I was in college, I spent a summer living in a monastery yeah. in what? L.A. Excuse me? Um, <laughs> so I told my parents, I was like, you know, I want to write comedy. And by then I had won a, f- a couple of competitions. Like I had won like a sketch contest at the Second City in Chicago. And I had like a couple things that were published online. So my parents were a little bit more like, okay, maybe this is like a viable option for mm-hmm. you instead of... You were getting published just, super early. You were doing a lot of McSweeney's and Shots and Murmurs like I think not by that early. point though. Like in your early, early 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but anyway, then I told my parents that I wanted to be in LA over the summer and they were like, do you have a job? And I was like, no. And then they were like, do you have a place to stay? And I was like, also no. <laughs> and then um, my dad was like, uh, okay, well... I when I was raised in a monastery in India and I was like what right, mm-hmm. we'll come back to that mm-hmm. um, it was like they mm-hmm. it was a Ram Krishna Hindu monastery and like all the sacrifices and then she wrote comedy <laughs> her dad was raised yeah. in a monastery wow. anyway yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> he knew um, he was very close to the monastery head monk who <laughs> came to Hollywood to like their chapter in Hollywood that they opened Mm -hmm. in the 30s and uh, so as a result he had like a strong connection there which is like my first Hollywood connection (laughs) Um, that's a strong one I know it's a really strong one and so he yeah yeah (laughs) well I mean free free as in like I had to work to like pay for my stay which by the way is indentured servitude yeah so just adjacent to Scientology with a billion year contract but not quite okay well not adjacent to Scientology yeah it's a Hindu monastery however geographically adjacent to Scientology (laughs) right across the street wow (laughs) (laughs) so very close the one that's near the UCB yes or the Great. So okay. I could walk to improv you, That's amazing. I, I realized your dad had, was the cracked, genius yeah, doing this. He's Hollywood. like, okay, my young daughter is going to be going to Los Angeles, this so disgusting city full of yes. terrible men. So I'm going to, she's going to stay in <laughs> a monastery and within walking distance of the place that she does comedy, just no interruption. That's what she's doing. Genius. Yeah. yeah. Genius. And um, I love it. Then I, I went and my, I, stayed in an apartment which was like you know right by the temple and I had a roommate who so it was all obviously all of the monks were male but there were quite a few women who were either working there or you know like there were just like god freaks yeah exactly um 
And I remember one of the monks I saw and I was like, that guy's old. His mom was my what? roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she weird about your period? Yeah, she was really weird about my period. What, when you, what so, do you mean weird about this it? This is a story that I've actually told in multiple job interviews. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you call it the closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I came home one night from UCB's finest Herald night. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Walked into the apartment and there was just, so I slept out in the living room. She, she took the bedroom and there was just like this tiny shadowy figure sitting on where I slept in the living room that I, turned on a light and that was her and she had surrounded herself with all of my used pads and tampons what and all she knew so she did not speak any english but all she said was house of god blood of devil <laughs> which i think she's is not wrong to, yeah she's not wrong but i i do like the cadence of house of god blood of devil yeah. it's like kind of an amazing song absolutely um and then i just How didn't did you communicate? know she didn't say what so what? she didn't speak any english we speak hindi no oh my god she spoke only malayalam oh boy um which is like different script and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. like that's so different um and, and so you speak I, bengali yeah, yeah i speak yeah. bengali and i can understand like a little bit of hindi mm-hmm. if pressed right but um then i just threw everything away and it was so scary for the first like That's 10 minutes terrible. because she was just like she didn't blink in I think 30 years and so I like threw everything away and then put it like tossed it out in the dumpster and I came back and she was still sitting at the foot of your my, bed. like bed <laughs> and I and by then like the fear had worn off and so I was just like I don't know how I don't know what else I can do here so I got <laughs> into not get my bed. So I got into bed and I watched an entire episode of the Kardashians while she sat there. <laughs> it what? wasn't until the end credits after Kendall Jenner's 16th birthday party slideshow that she left. Well, they were just like, I'll show you blood of devil. Yeah, Kardashians exactly. on E-Channel. How about that? Exactly. Wow. What was her like, proposed resolution to this situation? <gasps> just you moving out? Just me being, I don't know, what, what's the evil form of rapture? Oh, I, Yeah. Were they arranged in some kind of circle around her? Was she maybe trying to I mean there was summon something? I mean there was no sort of pattern to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Would she do this every month? No. So luckily I only had (laughs) the way that my cycle worked, which was very irregular during these three months. Understandable. Gets it. Was just once. It happened right in the middle of this time. How convenient. Convenient Yeah. time. It was great. Um, Okay. All right. All right. Let's get back on track. So you grew up in Kentucky. Were you, uh, what was the ethnic makeup of your school? I mean, your parents are Indian immigrants. Yes. Very white. Yeah. There were a couple of Indian kids in our school um, because we went to a, like a very academically right. rigorous private school. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there were a couple of Indian people and there were like a few, you know, East Asian people and not a ton of, I mean, it was literally like it was the same amount of black people as there were South Asian people as there right. were East Asian people, you know, so just like white people like, and everybody else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we talk sometimes about when, especially you and me and Camilla, I think grew up in predominantly white, you know, yes. situations. And so this, we were told over and over again that yeah. like our, the standard <laughs> of beauty in the world was certainly not us. No. So, so what was like, who do you remember thinking was like the most beautiful person in the world? Um, that's, I think the good thing about like my sort of like half generation is that we grew up really um, aware of like Bollywood. Right. And so we, so from a young age, I knew like Bollywood people that I liked. Um, But wait, you don't speak Hindi. So were you watching these movies and not understanding them? With subtitles. It was all with subtitles. Yeah. Oh, right. right, Yeah. Right. That makes sense. So that was not, necessary because we sort of knew what pretty looked like in India which yeah. is a white woman <laughs> right so any, any white woman yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah true. so I'm trying to think of like who I thought was really pretty when I was growing yeah, up yeah did you have an idea of like if, if I like I want to look like that person or do you think like, it, for a lot of us honestly it always comes back to your mom it's always like my mother yeah or like, yeah absolutely yeah, I wanted mother. to look like my mom yeah I wanted to look like my mom and I thought, in what might be kind of racist of me, that my mom looked like the Bollywood actress. <laughs> right. My mom is beautiful. <laughs> she's, she's also, like, she's got great skin. Yeah, my mom has really good skin. Pictures. She has That's really, really good skin. Yeah. And whenever I compliment her skin or her hair, she's always like, I know. <laughs> and she's like, here's what I'm doing right that you're doing wrong. Well, that's the thing. It's like a lot of women of color that we speak to, it's just like, it's, 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 such, a, it's such a weirdly subversive act in America to be a woman and like yourself. But it's like, yeah. you kind of have to because it's yeah. like beaten down on a daily basis, exactly. especially as a woman of color. So it's like, well, I like myself because of this, this and this. Yeah, exactly. For my mom, I feel like it, it's just always been very much of like a lot logical sort of yeah yeah I look great of course <laughs> yeah. I, yeah you have eyes and sense you can see yeah, this too exactly. I've, looked, I've this seen is, photographs of my face this is great yeah <laughs> I'm excelling on all of these fronts exactly but I think a lot of that like now that I yeah. grow older she like shares some insecurities with mm-hmm. me but I think a lot of that was for my benefit when I was growing up that yeah. she was just yeah. like I like how I look yeah yeah that's true that was always a thing with my mother always knew that she was but my father Your I remember asking beautiful. my she's she's a looker and she only gets better looking it's a whole thing but my <laughs> my father I remember I always am trying to like squeeze the tiniest bit of romance out of their story because like yeah. they met at a wedding and then it's romantic it is I mean they are always like playing up like arranged marriage and they're like it's wonderful it worked for us and I'm like you went at a wedding <laughs> yeah. you a, and they're like yeah but our, then our dads talked and then we hung out more well, and the like, wedding that's we dating. went to yeah. wasn't it the wedding that we went to wasn't arranged yeah, exactly. marriage like, and yeah. so that's how arranged <laughs> exactly. marriage works like, it works for everybody it worked for us and we're, I'm yeah. like I don't know what you have then, one arranged marriage <laughs> and that bleeds out to the guests <laughs> right, right, right. And it's then called every, chain and people arranged marriages yeah, exactly. that's how it works meet at the wedding yes, yeah. and then they get married yeah. and that's how it works so so I'm sometimes like well when you saw him like what did you think did you think she was like like beautiful or did you think and he goes and he like was like looking over his pa- pediatric nephrology papers and he's just like well look at her and he won't <laughs> even like he won't even like it's like it's just a fact just, yeah, it's just, just a fact that my mother is beautiful it's not just that she's beautiful it's that she has such presence yes. like she walks into her room and she owns the room and she's about five feet tall yeah <laughs> and that's a very like Indian mom move yes 
I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. Like my mom is technically not technically. My mom is personality wise the tallest person in our family. But I'm the second tallest. (laughs) My dad's the tallest, and then comes me. (laughs) Right, right. Um, So then we talk a little bit about. um, I have a theory that when you're growing up as a young woman in the world, um, that the world kind of tells you that you're either pretty or smart mm-hmm. or funny mm-hmm. and that's how you define yourself mm-hmm. in one of those three ways and then I think you spend the rest of your life being like maybe I could have those other two things but there's always one that you lead with what do you think was yours um mine used to be when I was very young it was smart mm-hmm. um and then when I realized how much smarter everyone around me was <laughs> it was funny <laughs> so you like, switched I switched wow yeah. okay. like, I When I was young, I was super serious. Like I was a really academically serious person all the time. And then I went to Wellesley where I, you know, Wellesley is this place where Madeleine Albright went, Hillary Clinton went, you know, these Mm -hmm. powerful women, hyper intelligent, yeah, hyper intelligent, academic women graduated and I thought you know while I was graduating high school and while I was like on my way to college I was like that's what I'm going to be and I got to college and I was like no that's what these people are going to be I'm going to be funny (laughs) I was like oh I met people who will be that that's not going to be me do you think you benefited from being the only funny person at Wellesley yes there you go there you go (laughs) no there are many funny people that's what my husband Rodney always says he's like I think it really helped that it was such a small pond he was like everyone thought I was funny and they gave me confidence they wouldn't have had anywhere else (laughs) well I was part of an improv team during like the later half of college that was super funny before then I I did also have very funny friends they were just very academic yeah so it was like my but they understood my sense of humor which I feel like is so great that's <laughs> especially yeah. for people who aren't trying to be funny themselves to understand mm-hmm. a sense of humor I think is what a beautiful gift to give me <laughs> it's also something that I never grew up thinking was anything to I didn't think it was anything special to be like a funny person who could mm-hmm. recognize funny in other people I just thought it was like okay like these are our personalities my mother's hilarious yeah. but nobody ever would have thought of yeah. making money at it it's also yeah I think that also immigrant communities tend to be funnier just because there's be. so much pain. <laughs> so you yeah, exactly. laugh through it. You spend so much time together and there's no money to do anything. You're all like exactly. trapped in a room yeah. constantly. All the Why time. are you always trapped in yeah. a room with like 10 people? And you're all sitting on a bed. Yeah. I swear to all God. sitting on a bed. I spent an entire summer with like my parents, my whole family, and my grandparents in one room. Yeah. Everyone stayed in one room <laughs> for like three months. It's so wild. Why is that? And then when you all wake up, you all just transfer to the same bed. (laughs) It's like, clear off the, make the bed, set up the breakfast on the bed. Exactly. Everything is on the bed. The worst, the day bed. Um, So, Bruthie, I want to talk a little bit about what you have been dealing with on the health front. Yes. Which is, I mean, when we spoke when we first spoke about it, you weren't sure what it was. <laughs> yeah. So it was, so a couple of years ago I was having a lot of, and I sort of had this on and off for years, but it was kind of getting to a very unbearable point where I was just having a lot of joint pain, which joint pain is very hard 
to sort of figure out, you know, what it is because it, it's such a dull pain and it manifests in so many ways and in so many symptoms. And so I think what did it for me was that I wasn't getting sleep. So mm. because I wasn't getting sleep, I was getting extremely depressed. And Wait, I'm why a were you not sleeping? Because, you know, when your joints flare up, oh, I see, I see. it, it hurts. basically, yeah, yeah, it hurts. You can never find a comfortable position. Like it, it tends, you tend to get a very poor night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like technically I might be sleeping but not have a deep sleep. Right. Um, and so I remember just getting super depressed and I called my dad and I like told him what was going on and I was like, you know, my wrists are swelling up and I'm just feeling so depressed. And I was like, I want to go to a therapist. And he was like, okay, but also you should go see a rheumatologist. And I was like, you just don't believe in mental health. (laughs) (laughs) You were ready for that. Yeah. Yeah, You were like, I'm going to tell my dad I want to see a therapist. And right after that, I'm going to say... F you. Exactly. Exactly. And he was like, no, go see, go see a therapist. Just also see this person. Yeah. <laughs> also physical. Yeah. I'm totally yeah, exactly. with everything no. you're saying. You're like, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> but he was, he was just like, and he nailed it. Yeah. Like he completely knew what I probably had based on the, yeah. based on like the symptoms that yeah. I told him, which were very vague over the phone. Well, and I was, yeah. yeah, he's a very, oh, very well, good yeah. doctor. I mean, well, that would, yeah, you missed that part. Oh yeah. That he's a doctor. Yeah. Um, okay. cool. yeah, he's, yeah. He's a very good doctor. Um, but yeah, then I, you know, went to a rheumatologist and they did a bunch of tests and then figured out, well, first they thought that I had lupus for Oops, a while. Yeah. Um, which I still have, you know, a bunch of symptoms of, but then they figured out that I actually had much worse rheumatoid arthritis, which is what we're treating now, um, which is just basically an autoimmune disease where your joints try to, um, try to stop working. <laughs> Feels I think that's technically, <laughs> yeah, I think that's technically part of it. Um, is that your immune system is You're just very overactive. about it. Yeah. How bad could it be? Honestly, really? not that bad. People feel bad for me all the time. And people tell me, it's great. You're in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of pain. through a crazy chemo, series yes. of chemo treatments. Yes. While you were working in a, in a like, Staffed on a show. That's true. See how yeah. brave I am. You are so very brave. brave. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's that once a month I get infusions and just like nap and she or calls watch them infusions. <laughs> that sounds like you're getting a tea from it, Moon Juice. I know it's chemotherapy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's called a biologic, which is just a oh, little bit. Boy. Yeah, it's. It's oh, like brother. the chemo, but it's like a little bit more intense in terms oh, of just God. like like getting it getting it under control faster. But yeah, so that was that was, you know, diagnosed late 2017. Yeah. Um, I didn't start doing the infusions, which are like you go into the clinic. And I always like to make the joke that I'm technically the child prodigy of the arthritis clinic. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Mozart of this illness. Yeah, yeah truly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so brave. You are. Honestly, I, <laughs> I brought my boyfriend there and he, he like took me to one of my infusions and he like took a picture of me and then edited it to say like brave girl oh, <laughs> at the bottom. Nightmare. <laughs> I know. Nightmare. It was great. 
<laughs> I was gonna ask what you do. One of the questions sometimes is like, what do you do to make to feel beautiful? Like, what's your what are your rituals? What's your what's your but but you um. I mean, you can answer that question. What do you? What are your rituals? What are your you know routines? What are your lotions and potions? What mm-hmm. are your? What do you do? But also, in addition to that, like, what are the side effects sort of mentally of like going through this? And then, how do you sort of bring yourself back? Like, how has the? What is the mental health component of like keeping yourself kind of in a good headspace, which you yeah. seem like you are? I mean, um, I think that that takes first of all therapy. Yeah, which is wonderful it also Therapy is the best beauty product the best. Out there. I, I just agree. i think yeah. it's the best beauty product yeah. um i think also there's a lot of like i what i always say about like the particular disease that i have is that it's so much of a bigger logistical nightmare than anything else really? like it's mind. just that i have to drive to Beverly Hills <laughs> in traffic. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous person. Um, that's bloody And that's like, like well, I don't want to. You're doing much better now than you were like two years yes. ago when it started. You were I mean, in real pain. It, started, it was terrible. It was, it was really awful. And you know, there was. You couldn't drive to work. You People had to no, drive. They'd like, exactly. pick you up and drive you. It was well, crazy. Well, that was what um, happened like, I think like nine months ago, yeah. which was really awful, yeah. which was that I had just this huge, like, I had probably like four flare-ups in a row, which basically means that, you know, all of my joints are swollen. When your joints get really swollen, they can often pinch nerves, which, you know, made it so that I couldn't drive, which I had to do for work. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it was like for my mental health in those times, it does get really tough because I'm in so much physical pain. Not only that, I can see the swelling. So I just look terrible and then another added element was that we recently found out that I because I'm on two treatments one of them is you know the in clinic infusion and then the other one is a pill and I'm I, it turns out I'm allergic to that pill oh no. my gosh so while, <laughs> but only on like a cosmetic sort of dermatol a dermatological level so this is actually what started happening around those big flare-ups was that my lips were just like the most chapped they could be oh. and it was like anytime I opened so, my mouth mm-hmm. it, it was like it would crack <gasps> and bleed oh my god and that was all from this medication yeah so that and that's like a pretty rare side effect so how did they I mean it? Now it's just that I, I'm on like a bunch of different things to calm this down. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that, like at the height of that, I was super swollen. My mouth looked insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't drive. I couldn't <clears throat> just like perform, mm-hmm. you know, day to day functions. And so at that point, it's you kind of go into like a bit of a depressive state of course, yeah. because you're like Duh. just so exhausted by existing. Right. Right. But also it's, it feels so far away to even consider, you know, beauty. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, I think that what helps me there is just whatever I can control around it. Yeah. So like eating right, you know, like trying to do as much, stretching as I can trying Mm -hmm. to do as much activity as I can not going overboard at any point and also like watching a lot of tv yeah (laughs) and you're still going to therapy are you yeah and then yeah yeah 
Um, really helps. I mean, it's rare that your dad would support that too, because I feel like it takes a lot. It's not a cultural thing. I don't know how it is for it. Oh, absolutely. No, actually it was very, so I remember I was speaking to my grandmother recently who has endured so much trauma over the course of her life. And I suggested that she should go and see a therapist. Oh my God, did she she smack you? She, it's like, that would make me weak. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Maybe you could feel better and stuff. Of, of it was like, why would I see a therapist when I can just tell you about all of my problems yeah. and stress exactly. you out? I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, this is why I have a therapist. Yeah. Oh I my see gosh. A but, That's something yeah. that's evolved yeah. with my yeah. parents it's a true. lot. But I was like, my mother, however, has been going to therapy for like the last like five years or so wow. and is so, oh, massively. It's night and day. Amazing. And we were just, we, uh, you know, I saw her when I went back to England a couple of <laughs> months ago and we went for a swim and we were just talking about um, how great therapy is yeah, and that's it, but it was like a little family secret it's like you're in therapy yeah me too oh my god it's lit that's so, so nice um, that's so yeah. sweet it's just so that. hard to get to a certain age or really anyone without without stuff you need Literally to share everyone yeah. should go yeah and the people that resist it the most are the ones who need it the most well, often it takes a crisis like, it's like yeah. Brothy had a health thing like yeah. i had yeah. like a really hard time postpartum and that's yeah. when i and that's i could talk to my parents about it because yeah. it was like a crisis yeah. you know it was yeah. Just like, yeah, I just decided to go to therapy. But I mean, yeah, yeah, my parents definitely, and I told you this, they've like evolved so much when it Mm -hmm. comes to thinking about mental health and thinking about therapy. And I remember when I was a kid, I you know, was the friend that the other girls would talk to about problems and things like that. And so I told my mom one time, I was like, oh, I think I kind of want to be a therapist when I grow up. And she was like, you could keep being a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Tell me that. That's so funny. You can keep that as a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, not at all. My parents told me about writing. I could write on the weekends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay. Because as... As a mom, you don't do anything on the weekends, right? I don't. I can't even. It was, it was, they're really happy now. They're really happy that I've made it work. Yeah. Oh, they're always happy when you make it work. Exactly. They're really proud after the fact. So yes, often growing up as a minority in predominantly white environments, we endure a lot of problematic stereotypes about our beauty or sex appeal. And um, so I often ask, what is the most wildly racist beauty compliment that anyone has ever given you mine was um i was at a friend's wedding in, on shelter island and was oh no. the um the groom's brother who was so drunk he was like swaying he'd also given a terrible best man speech where he basically spoke about his two divorces throughout the entire no. speech and just made everyone really sad yeah. um but he was so drunk and he was like swaying he was oh spilling no. his drink oh over no. me and oh he no. just kind of looks at me just like you are so pretty. I'm like, thanks. What I what so what I love the most about oh, you no. is like your hair is just it isn't like other black girls' hair. <laughs> and, and I was like, first of all, yeah, it's because I bought this from a Brazilian woman. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I just turned to my friends who were standing. I was like, oh my god, oh did you just hear god. what so and so's brother oh just said? It was amazing. God. But then my friends all came over and just ridiculed the, him. We're like, what are you saying, dude? It's amazing. It's like your hair, because it's not like other black girls' hair. That's <laughs> like, his favorite thing about <laughs> him. <laughs> 
incredible. Um, so I put to you, what is one of your most memorable wildly racist beauty uh, compliments? Oh, I remember. I mean, this wasn't necessarily about like beauty. It was more about wardrobe. I wore just like a very plain sort of like what I'm wearing in terms of shape, what I'm wearing right now. This is a visual medium, right? <laughs> which, for the, which for the record is like, like a stripe, um, long just like sleeves. A, like, yeah, so I was wearing just like the black. Striped t-shirt and cutoffs. That's yeah, what you're wearing. just like mm-hmm. the black version of this, just a black yeah. top. And a woman at a grocery store said, I love your cultural outfit no and it was like that top and jeans <laughs> and i was like don't call it a cultural outfit oh there what was one culture time, what culture maybe they're american <laughs> yeah i don't know um but there was also I love one your time, cultural <laughs> outfit yeah i love your cultural outfit. maybe I, she meant in general like i love in your culture but like your outfit. cultures yeah which is kind of i don't know <laughs> well there was another time another cultural outfit situation <laughs> where i dressed up and uh went to school uh as a ghost and everyone thought it was a cultural garb <laughs> oh my god no oh my yeah. god i love it yeah <laughs> oh, what do you mean like they all thought it was you a wore workout. a sheet yeah so it was on halloween I'm yeah it was on halloween so i just like cut out holes for the eyes and, <laughs> and they, they were like that's your national dress they were like, yes that's, that's so brave yeah oh, that's what kentucky <laughs> Yeah, good old Kent- I have a lot of friends from Kentucky. <gasps> wow, there are a lot of people from Kentucky out here. Yeah, yeah, it's where the Midwest meets the South. Yeah. Oh boy, I don't know. I I just get the standard. It's just a sheet, and it's supposed to be a compliment, but it's. N- I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, you don't even look Indian. Are uh, you Indian? Yeah. Yeah. Is it- yeah. What are you, both on both sides? Yeah. No, but one of your parents, yeah. But you'll mix with but, something, right? But they question, the, and I'm like, yeah. Yep. yeah. And then I just have to go. I was born there, yeah. and they're like, but and I'm like, there's yeah. no but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just it's often you. A black woman as well. Often that is like, oh, you you're not fully black though. You'll mix with something, and yeah. the thing behind the thing is that you it. can't possibly be this attractive and be fully like of the race that you mm-hmm. are because yeah. those people aren't beautiful you don't even and I'm seem confused. Indian. You yeah. don't even seem and I'm like, but Indian okay. women are gorgeous. Insane. <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Like it's a I don't understand what you're saying. It's like yeah. I don't understand if you're if that's an insult or what are you trying to say? I just I think they're just trying to say Am I not beautiful enough or am I too beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> well I mean well, like I've seen of, Priyanka Chopra what and at? what are we like <laughs> when well, I mean I gotta tell you when when you're an Indian girl and you're growing up and the standard is like Miss Universe yeah that is, nobody th- we, yeah, none of us think we're pretty mess you up, yeah. no, none of us think we're pretty like you can well, be a total 10 and it's like well I'm not well, Miss Universe yeah. well the my mom has gotten a couple of racist comments but like colorist comments in India oh yeah, oh, yeah. which was yeah. that you know my sister and myself we have um, pretty like dark skin. My sister has darker skin than I do. And when we like came to India, one of our relatives asked my mom, like, you guys are, you guys are out West. Why are your kids so dark? And my mom was like, That's, what does that mean? Yeah, my mom <laughs> was, was I like, supposed to like go have like a side piece? And have yeah. My mom was like, how do you think this works? <laughs> Jeans. Yeah. We all took many science yeah. classes. <laughs> Oh my lord! That's what, my my grandfather asked my grandfather asked my mother if my brother was switched at the hospital. Wow! <laughs> because he's more dark. He like took her aside and was like, "Was he switched to the hospital?" And my mother was like, "He was born in London. He would be a white baby." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very what easy to pick about? out at the hospital. <laughs> Everyone was very rude about it. It was nonsense. 
Um, thank you for coming. Thank it's you, been a delight. We covered so many topics. Is there anything you want to plug, other than your your ubiquitous Twitter? Um, I mean, let, Master Chef Junior is great. Okay, so if you guys great. want to watch that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's all I throw it. Who are the presenters on that? Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that's what, and he's nice yeah. to them. He's, he's so, so nice. Funny. That's why I love it okay. because it's okay. everything you yeah. love about a cooking show. Yeah. But Gordon, there's no pressure. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. You're not yeah. stressed for anyone because Gordon yeah. Ramsay is just helping them all out, that's and it. they're all just like very good at cooking, yeah. which is scary. It's the only good version of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he's so yeah. nice to them. Yeah. All right, so, Master uh, Chef Junior, you guys. Right, we'll watch <laughs> Thank you so much. Right, right, Thank you guys. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.